0: Love Talk Radio.
1: there for a second. Um, we're going to start that over again. Hey, everybody, how are you doing today? This is the Pop Rocks Radio uh, talk show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it? I sure am glad you did. Hey, I am super, super duper excited uh, for today's guest. We have a fantastic filmmaker. Um, she's got a new movie that's coming out November 18th uh, from Global Digital Releasing. They're releasing it worldwide. It's called Elephant Refugees. And I am just honored. Today we have, um, like I said, a fantastic filmmaker, uh, Louise Hogarth, on, calling in all the way from South Africa. Louise, how are you? Hey, I'm
2: delighted, delighted to be on your show. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for coming on and classing the join up around here. I am uh, I'm amazed. Hey. Fantastic documentary, by the way. Loved it. Loved Thank it. You. Oh man, did you I, cry? I watched this. I did. I did. I. Oh, good. I, just to preface, Louise, I, a couple years ago, I was watching. Um, I was married to my ex-wife at the time, and I was watching um, some documentary on on PBS, uh, Public Broadcasting here in the uh-huh. U.S. And um, it was about animals having emotions, and they had a scene where Coco, the uh, gorilla, had a kitten, and the kitten got out, got hit by a car, and they, Coco, uh, for those who don't oh. know, knew, they had uh, taught her sign language. So what that meant, right. folks, is they were able to explain to her what happened, and she started crying. And I got up in the yeah. documentary, and I, I went in uh, my office, grabbed my checkbook. My my now ex-wife was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "We got to get more kittens for Coco. I can't handle it." And I sent a check right then and there. Um, well, good
2: for you. That's an amazing story. Never heard that.
1: Well, I yeah, I got to tell you, I, I felt very similar watching your documentary. These elephants, this oh, family, the Muller family. Oh my gosh, I I had, the only thing I knew about Botswana and and elephants was um, some stories I remember reading about a couple years ago uh, with the Elephant Survey, um, Dr. Mike Chase and all of that, and, and some of the political stuff yeah. that was going on at the time. I think that was 2016, yeah. 15, something like that. And that's yep. all I knew. Yeah, hmm and yeah you go. Your, well, your film didn't really get into that but w- what it did illustrate is a problem i think that almost certainly led up to that scenario you know what i mean um that that was part of that uh that part of the world right. there the yeah. kalahari everybody knows the kalahari uh desert is is has gone through a drought um a crazy drought that um you know, uh, <laughs> all of our climate change denying people, you know, would say, well, that just happened, you know, no, not like this. All the elephants yep. tailed it to Botswana, right? And they were getting poached everywhere else. Smart
2: animals. You know, it was amazing. They were getting hunted legally, illegally. And then, Ian Kama, the president of Botswana, passed that law, no hunting, no caging, no zoos. And it's like the elephants knew, and the word went all of the bordering countries, about five of them in Africa, and they all moved to Botswana, and in the middle of, as you say, climate change and drought, and there was just too many elephants. And the molars are these incredible human beings who did everything they could in their power and spent a lot of money providing water for these elephants to save them through the drought. And they are, I just can't say enough good things about them because they're just amazing people and they just exemplify all the good in people. And I think there is a lot of good in people and we don't see enough of it. And certainly elephants are sentient beings, just like Coco. Yeah, they're sentient beings. They have families, they have feelings. They know when there's no water, and I'll tell you what, uh, Jamie. The situation now is it's kind of this, there's a new president in Botswana, and the whole of Elephant Sands, which is about uh, thirty nine thousand acres, is surrounded by one point one million uh, hectares of. It's all hunting now. It's all a hunting concession. So the mm. Elephant Sands a lot to try to get to Elephant Sands to get water and and bypass the
1: hunters. So, it's not a great situation. You know, and it just, it it, it grinds my, first off, let me just say, I I have, I know all kinds of people and and whatnot. I try not to judge anybody. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any friends. Um, Everybody's (laughs) got something, man. Um, It seems. But I know people who have (laughs) I've known people who have said, Oh, animals, they don't, you know, they don't have the emotions. Like I'm like, have you ever owned a dog? Because I own a dog and she's got more personality than most people. I work a lot in the yard (laughs) and I have, I have little friends. There's a a black racer snake out back named Speedy and and a couple squirrels. Mm -hmm. And they all have personalities Mm -hmm. and you know, oh, we, just, you. we just had a you. hurricane so scare. Well, yeah, you know, and, and I have a, a neighbor who's of a certain age, and God bless her, you know, I try to help her as much as I can. Um, but she does mm-hmm. get a little panicky. So we had this potential hurricane that was going to hit us, and she, you know, came over, oh, my gosh, you know, wringing her hands, really worried, because yeah, we had a bad mm-hmm. one about a month ago. And, um, yeah. you know, she's like, are you worried? I said, no bees are out working. We have a beehive, and I said, the bees are not all hunkered down. And so what that tells me, they're not concerned. (laughs) So I'm not concerned. Very wise. Well, you can't, yeah, yeah." you know, and she was like, oh, you can't count on, I said, you know what? I count on that more than I do the weatherman. Let's just wait (laughs) and see. And sure enough, the bees (laughs) were right. Uh Yeah, you know. (laughs) So when... When nice. I see this in your yeah, documentary, <laughs> well, you know, Uh know what I was going to say when I see this about the word spreading with the L of course it did. Of course it did. It was yeah. crazy everywhere. And they said, Hey, and you know, folks, I want to let you know too, Botswana isn't some like little, cause I think in America we, we tend to think of, you know, the only big places are Alaska and Texas. No, that isn't true at all. They're big. It's so are other places. And Botswana isn't like, you know, Rhode Island or something. This is a big chunk of land. It's quite <laughs> large.
2: Yeah, not many people. Yeah, and yeah.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um it's crazy. Now you grew up in South Africa? I
2: grew up in Alas I grew up in Alaska.
1: Oh, in Alaska. Well, yeah, another big place. There you go. There you go. I don't know how you wound up in South Africa, but I was just going to say that. Do people are people okay with this new safari club, you know, hunt thing they got going on now and whatnot? And elephants dying of thirst. Or are people jumping on board? You
2: know, Botswana is a very. Uh... It's a large country with a very – I think it's too many people is the entire population. It it's, it's wow. doesn't have a lot of people. And they, they rely on tourism. So a lot mm-hmm. of the tourism, of course, also they have a lot of mineral wealth. But, you know, it's $80,000 to kill an elephant, so the fat cats are getting fatter and fatter. You know, they don't oh, care. They, you can pull up to – Fifty to 300 elephants a year and what's also extraordinary jamie is that what's happening is so they're care they're killing the best genetic stock because they're killing the elephants with the biggest tusk and now there's this phenomenon which is occurring more and more where elephants are being born without a tusk without tusk they've, they've learned <laughs> yeah we had they've learned yes they're learning but it's they need those. They need their tusks. They need it to dig roots. They need it to dig water. They need it to get bark off the trees. They, they're the gardeners right. of Africa. Yes, you know, they use the tusks. And they're the ones that are spreading with their, um, you know, poop all the berries and the seeds and the nuts, and they they need to, they need their tusks. Females and males have tusks, but now it's um, yeah, it's a very strange occurrence. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: And that's quick from an evolutionary standpoint. Evolution usually takes, you know, thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years at, at a minimum. This is happening within a couple of generations. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, amazingly bad. Normally, oh, my gosh. Well, normally they have a the chance to
2: mate because they would be by the bulls by the with, the, with the cusp. Mm -hmm. more and more rare so they're having more chances to mate and so it's increasing exponentially the tuskless elephants they need their tusks it's like having a tooth it's not like now being toothed I mean the tusk living part of their you know it's a lot
1: well and here's the thing folks those elephants have tusks for a reason you know nature just didn't say, yeah It'll look neat. Let's put them on there. No, it doesn't work that way. You know? Oh, man. It just makes me and you know and you know you, you bring up a good point. The people doing this are are these rich people first off. I'm native American and maybe this is plays into that a little bit, I don't know. But I, and I'm also a guy. Mm-hmm. If you got to pay somebody to go set up a kill for you. You ain't hunting, man. You're you're not a hunter. You're a murderer, you know? There's no skill yeah. in that. The skill may be making the money yeah. with, to, to pay them, but that's another story. It just it, it makes me sick to my stomach to even think about it, you know? Um, come on. There, there ain't
2: no challenge but, Not at but all. They're big telescope rifles. But you know, Jamie, I yeah. want people to know that film the film is very uplifting it's you don't Absolutely. see all getting killed it, it's about this wonderful family and about the characters that keep coming back Benny you know and the the other Toothless and the other elephants that come and are become part you know Benny and Mike. Mike is Ben Muller's son-in-law. They have an incredible relationship. Benny came asking for help. He had a bad foot, as you know. And we helped him. We got him to a vet. We got a vet there who came for free and treated his. We had to track him down over a couple days and treated him. And he's still coming back. And thank God his tusk have been broken off fighting, so he probably won't be shot because he doesn't have a Mm. good trophy tusk. Mm. Tusk used to be enormous. I've been to the. I've been to one of the um, one of the game one of the national parks here where they have a museum with tusks. I mean, you should see them; they weigh like 120 pounds each. They're huge. But right. you know, elephants don't belong now to have tusks like that. But the film is it's heartwarming. It, it shows the good side of human beings and of and helping sentient beings who are elephants. And and it opens up your horizons and you learn a lot. And I, I you know. Well, you saw it, so.
1: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Maybe cry. I cheered I up, folks. I cheered up. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, Hey, Rockers,
2: this is Stacy Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few.
1: l b i o n dot com michelle dot com very very cool stuff check it out folks and i don't want to give anything away, but i will say this because it's in the trailer i believe and if i'm wrong um well louise is gonna yell at me um but there's a great <laughs> scene uh a before and after if you will of uh the Moller's... Uh, area there, their, uh, their sanctuary, and um, and it was like an aerial shot, and there's trees everywhere, right. and it's just paradise, right. you know, it's, it's a Garden of Eden, and then right. the drought came, climate change rolled in, and there's like, yeah. I don't know, six trees or something, and the next shot, you know, elephants still thirsty, don't have a choice, and they got little ones and they, you know, they they need help. And they're asking for help. And and the Muller family stuffed up, man. They stepped up. And there's a scene uh with Mr. Muller and and he's saying, you know, the wife said, Do we do we water the trees or do we water the elephants? They had to make yep. that choice. Yep. And they made it. Mhm.
2: And he, I want the elephants. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Y- yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 He, he was he was um he was uh going to sell the property a few years ago, and it's huge property mm. you know thirty nine acres and he was the new buyers he found out were going to fence the land, and that would have cut the elephant off. He couldn't go on mm. the annual migration so he called the deal off and, and it cost a lot of problems founding on the, the extended family wanted the money, but he said no, he wasn't yeah. going to cut the elephants off and have them, yeah, and hes an exemplary man.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. An amazing person, an amazing family. It, um, you know, and 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 it, it just, you know, this is why I believe aliens lock their doors when they go by the Earth. Um, you know, come on, let's, let's take care of our, you know, we're the whole point of us being here is to take care of the Earth, and, um, you know, I I just don't. Absolutely. Here's some people that are actually doing it, and you're right; they should be celebrated. These this family and their refuge should be on a stamp. They should be on money, you know? Um, you then at have, least they're in a documentary they need, help. they need help.
2: I mean, they built outside of Elephant Sands, and I donated money. I raised it for, I think, three boreholes. We we They and, and my company built seven additional boreholes far away, mm. you know, um, so, because like you just said, come to drink but there's nothing to eat because they've eaten everything. So we were trying to space it out. Or the molars were trying to so that the elephants could go where there was food and water. But now four of those boreholes are in the hunting area. So we're not mm. we're not servicing, servicing them anymore. So there's three left and we're trying to raise money so that they can be operational 24 hours a day. And then it will double the amount of elephants that can drink there. It'll be about 2,000 a day.
1: So,
2: wow! Wow! Oh, that's the a white elephant. Oh, you saw the elephants, there, Jamie. I mean, I mean, isn't it? And it was like somebody sprinkled cherry dust over that place, Jamie. Confrontation. There was no. You could walk to your cabin. Those elephants are taller than a bus. When you get up next to them, you mm. can't believe it. They're huge. And buses came in there with tourists, and I would see them higher than the bus. I thought, wow. And they were just, they were more antsy because they're being hunted. And there are also Ben mm. Muller's meeting with the Minister of Wildlife because he wants to propose to her that they put in a wildlife corridor so that there's a two-mile wall that the elephants can come Great. through to get to elephant sand. Yeah, so that's very solution-based. And then the additional watering sites, which we're trying to ramp up.
1: Well, that's amazing. So lot well, you know what, Louise? I have made a friend in you, and I'm going to be talking to okay. you. Um, just expect an email. Expect an email. Okay. Um, I, I feel you know, Jamie. You're a kindred spirit. Well, you know, we we all have to – if we all do – no, I know we're not all, you know, award-winning documentary filmmakers and, and whatnot, but um, if we all can do a little bit – to Help out, maybe, yeah. maybe that'll we can do something, you know. And yeah. um, I don't know if you knew or not. I, I'm a I'm a you know, I don't want to toot my horn or anything. I, uh, my day job is I'm a painter, and I'm thinking uh-huh. maybe I can do some elephant paintings. I've never painted an elephant, but you know what? I can it's start. That would be um, good. and I, I have a lot of messages. Yeah, that I can work from, and and you know maybe we and we give all the money to the uh, the Molars or something, and and do what we can do, yeah. you know. Um, saying it on the line, Thank right on know. the air, right now. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever we can do to help. Yeah. it's um, it's do. an amazing. Yeah, I. Yeah, I've raised. And I think yeah. people that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, there was a little bit of delay on here, but go ahead.
2: No, I've raised. Quite a bit of, not quite a bit. I expected to raise a lot more, but then the film didn't get out until you know now because of COVID and all that crap. But mm. um, yeah, I think there's a little bit. If we all just gave up a Starbucks once a week, I mean, we could really help them. We could make such a difference. They're sentient beings. They need our help.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, and I think anybody who sees this film, and a lot of people are going to. Um, next week, this draw, a couple days, this draw. Not even next week. A couple days, three days, this this draw. Uh, if my notes are correct here, uh, November 18th. Um, uh-huh. And I think people are going to feel exactly like I do when they watch it. You know, you watch this and you're like, "Gosh dang, what can I do to help? I got to do something." You know, yeah, we all yeah. have problems and there's there's issues here, and but you know what? Here. I don't know how people don't get this, but here is the planet, <laughs> you know. And if you met, right, you know. it has a boomerang
2: effect. I mean, there's the there's the gardeners of Africa. If they don't have any tusks to garden away, it's going. It, it everything's connected, which I know you know. Everything mm-hmm. we're all connected, and get in the world's getting smaller.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, my neighbors always laugh. I, I walk my dog. This morning is a prime example. I, I walk my dog every day, like you do, you know. And um, mm-hmm. it was bulk trash pickup uh, morning. Everybody put out their their big stuff, uh, and the truck comes around and picks it up. And uh-huh. I, you know, every week I come carrying something back. And today was a a, a a there was a pot that was broken, but I don't know what they're called the the pot the plate that you put underneath the pot. Somebody was throwing one out, and I said, well, instead of just going to a landfill, I got lots of pots in my garden. I'll put this under one, and I'm sure the plant will be happy." you know? Um, and everybody's always asking me, and I'm like, because... You and I are so much alike. It's
2: funny.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, <laughs> why are you carrying that home? I'm like, I don't want it in the ocean. How about that, you know? Or yeah. in, a, in a pile somewhere, you know? Right. Jeez, yeah, I, I live would here, do too. Thanks.
2: I would
1: do exactly yeah, you know, the same it, thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, and, and like I said, I watched your movie and your documentary, and I was moved. I, I was touched. It's an amazing story. And these people, it's so easy to, for people to say, oh, yeah, I want to do something. These people didn't say that, they did it. Right. You know, and they're doing yep. it. It's still and happening. It.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's tough. I and mean, they didn't have any tourism for two years because of COVID and the money they make from the tourists is the money they use to buy water. So it's been very tough. Yeah.
1: You mean they don't, people don't just truck the water trucks in there for free and and say, here you go. It costs money. It does.
2: The, the water truck was donated. That was donated, but the water isn't. They have to pay for that, and they had to build the pipe to get the water from, you know, from where the truck comes and then it's piped underground to the elephant sands because the sand is too soft. You can't drive a truck like that. It would just get stuck.
1: Hmm. Oh, <laughs> and they're doing it. They overcome these obstacles, what? folks. They overcome it. Yeah. It, it, it's... It, and I'll tell you, as any homeowner or anybody like that will, will tell you, um, once you get one problem solved, well, tomorrow is another day and there'll be another problem that happens. Um, I imagine on a refuge, a ranch like this, that, you know, <laughs> times 100, <laughs> you know.
2: Well, you, you oh, saw my. the destruction when the, the elephants are thirsty. I mean, I would be in the shower. It happened to me a couple of times. And if I, I turned around. There's a trunk in the shower with me. And because it was open, the shower was open. I mean, the, and, and sometimes I tell, one night I was in my room and the elephant busted through. It was bamboo, and it just broke right through the window. And the very sh- flimsy little chalets, they're they're dying of thirst. They're thirsty. I used to leave. They would turn the water off at night in the camp for the guests, so they could direct more water mm-hmm. to the elephant. And so if you didn't get to your room by 7 o'clock, you didn't get a shower. And it was hotter than hell there. I mean, it was like 130. And no fan. No, yeah. <laughs> and I would leave, I would always leave a bucket full of water in the shower. But, I mean, it's nothing. They can drink a bathtub of water. And I would hear them come at night. Right. Yeah, it, it was a heartbreaker.
1: And they smelled that water. They knew it was there. They, oh. they hunted it down.
2: Oh, they can they can smell the pipes under the ground. They dig them up if they have if they have teeth. Wow. <laughs> if they still have like t- uh, yeah, they just dig right down to the ground. They can go down six feet. They can smell it. Yeah. Oh, so wow, that's amazing. There. Yeah, and, and you saw the destruction. They're constantly fixing. And they live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, how do you get parts? Right. How do you get toilets? How do you yeah, get you- geysers? Solar a heater? You know, how do you get the Thatcher to come? Yeah, I mean it's a daily struggle, and they just keep keep on keeping on because of their love for the elephants. Um, yeah. Let
1: me ask you this, Louise. Um, well, first off, I'm 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 getting over the image of uh, a delicate flower such as yourself wilting a little um, <laughs> from it being hot. Um, how did you? I used to say. How did you? Go ahead. No, say finish your thought. Finish your thought.
2: I used to freeze two bottles of water and take them to bed with me and hug them all night long, kind to cool down.
1: <laughs> See? Now you know how the elephants feel. They're like, we need yeah. some water. Um, oh my gosh. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
2: and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rocks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us.
1: You know, South Africa's hip and yeah. happening, and there's probably a lot going on. But how did you did you go on to visit this, uh, the elephant sanctuary? How did how did it become aware? How did Louise become aware of, of this refuge and, and this whole issue enough to make a film about it?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, first let me tell you, I am American. I came to so- I come to South Africa mm. periodically. I I love South Africa, and I've been coming here for years. Like tomorrow, I'm leaving. I'm going home to Seattle, and uh, so if you don't oh, hear from okay. me for a couple of days, on a plane for 35 hours. But I well, I wanted problem. to make a document. Thank you. I wanted to make a documentary about elephants being sentient beings, and it was titled "Do Elephants Go to Heaven?" And I was I mm. did it at Kickstarter. So I got a little bit of money, and I had an animal communicator that I was working with, and you know, animal communicators can communicate with insects, bees, elephants, and I went, I we went with the communicator to Elephant Sands, and in order to get B-roll, because I heard there were a lot of elephants there, and and then she had to go back to Cape Town to, and. Then he came for help, and I stayed for a couple more weeks, and I thought, you know what, the story's here. I've got to tell their story because these elephants need so much help. The molars are such incredible people. They're doing so, their humanity is just shining through. I want to inspire people with my films. I want them to want to get up and go and do something, you know, not just, you know, feel so defeated and overwhelmed by the the grasping selfishness of people that you just want to have a martini. So I decided, right. let me switch gears here. And I switched gears and I just stayed there and was there for months
1: making that show. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Now, were you, were you back in Seattle during, um, cause, because this I understand was shot what 2016, something like that. And, it, um, yes, uh-huh. it, and then, as I understand, I'm not in the film business, so you have to excuse some of my ignorance on this. But um, I, as I understand it, there's usually a big period of time after you make the movie of editing and, and doing all of that right. and then getting distribution and, and, and sending it out to right. festivals and, and what have you. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a long process, you know, it's a long process. My hat Certainly goes off to filmmakers. I, I, I don't know how you do it. Um, but were I you, think I'd rather in, be a painter. <laughs> I think I think it's a lot less stress. I will say this. Um, <laughs> a lot
2: a lot faster to see your creation come to life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, right. I I came to Seattle and then I was in uh San Francisco editing and uh then I came back to South Africa and finished went back to Elephant Sands to, to pick up shots and finished post production here in South Africa. Okay. And then went back to, to Seattle to start the festival route and we were accepted our first festival was Cleveland International, which is very prestigious, five million dollars oh, yeah. festival. And and just as I was getting on the plane, they cancelled this the festival. They canceled. And then it was just one mm. after another boom boom boom. And that just was a real problem, you know, it was, we just kind of got lost there in the COVID madness and, uh, just
1: so you were, you were stateside the, during COVID.
2: Then. I was stateside. Yes. I was in Seattle,
1: okay. although I okay.
2: did travel to South what? Africa during, and I, I was working on another film. I was doing, I did travel here then. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Now that there's, there is, I was looking at your IMDB. And I don't know if it's finished yet, but I saw it on there, and I said to myself, I want to see this. Animals are talking. Um, is nice. that dropping soon? Yeah. Um, not
2: soon. It's, I gotcha. I was shot in, shooting it just before uh, COVID, and then I came back this year. Or I came back during COVID, but then we couldn't travel, so that was put on hold. And then this year... I started another project, which is completely something new for me, which is, you know, on my film Angels in the Dust, I started a bracelet project. I don't know if you saw that on my website, but I sell these incredible bracelets which Bloomingdale sold. I mean, they're really lovely, and they're made by the women here, and I support a couple of orphanages here. That was from the Angels in the Dust with the proceeds from those bracelets. And I've been trying to figure out how to help the elephants, and I've decided I'm going to – I'm starting a um, sugar bean farm here. And the profits from the sugar beans – Yeah, and the profits from the sugar beans are going to go to the elephants, and I'm working only with women, indigenous women. The sugar bean farm is in the free state – and there's a another country inside South Africa called the Mountain Kingdom of Lesotho, and I'm going to be working with those women from the Mountain Kingdom. It's, I mean, you can, it's right next to the farm where I where I've established. Um, you know, I've, I'm. You're selling
1: these
2: you too cheap. These are too cheap. <laughs> I
1: think people would pay double this. Um, just just saying, just well, saying. you know, we haven't had any publicity um, on those. They sold a lot. Well, we're um, going to get you some publicity on them, um, Louise. Well, that oh, be, my God, this is amazing. They are beautiful. I'll yeah. send you some. Yeah. No, 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 li- no. I'll buy some. I'll, this is a good cause. Oh, okay. Um, these are amazing, folks. I. We have links up on our show page. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's about the movie and this and that. But the first one is Doll Films. Uh, I, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. DOLfilms.org. And... Um, Yeah, you can find out about the elephant refugees and all that on there. But but at the top of the page, click on that orphan bracelet link, and you see these folks. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. This this is made out of a sugar bean? No, no,
2: no. Those are not. No, that's my new project. This is an old project. That was that was that was launched when I made Angels in the Dust with Participant Media. That was a pretty big film. They funded that Participant, and um, I launched the bracelet campaign after the film came out. I at one time had eighty women working in KwaZulu Natal, and the Eastern Cape here in South Africa. We made probably hundred thousand bracelets, and uh, been selling them through the many years. And I support the tour. You can see information about the orphanages there on on, on my website. The, the doll stands for Dream Out Loud.
1: Oh, I got gotcha.
2: you. I got gotcha. you. Very cool. So the sugar Very. thing, the sugar thing is a, it just was, I just thought it would be, it's nothing to do with elephants. It's just a project, and the proceeds will go to the elephant. And I Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it learned a new skill, and it just kind of fell into my lap, and I just thought, why not? I was going to do an elephant bracelet, but it's just, um, yeah, I didn't do it. So now I'm going to do this food wow. thing. I think food's going to be very important, and employment for women is important, and uh, yeah. So that's what that's that's a project i been working on. Just but I'm going to go home tomorrow because I got to see my mom, and um, I'll be talking to you from Seattle. Our next conversation.
1: That's amazing, Louise. I just want to say this: if you ever wake up one morning and you're like, "Eh, I don't know if I'm that cool," you know. Push that thought out of your mind because you're pretty cool. Um, you know, you're globe-trotting around the world. You're making important documentaries. You're helping culture. Um, you know, oh, you're definitely like somebody great, I, I want to invite to my next dinner party.
2: I mean, come on. Wonderful. You know? I may come down and visit Florida. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> we we don't have any, <laughs> The alligators are fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, not the ones in office.
2: I like those. Oh, that's another story. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. <laughs> I, I never planned on moving yeah. here. You know, what I, I came to visit a friend and I met a girl and, you know, that here I am 10 years later. And there um, you are. But, and here I, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny. I lived in San Diego before I uh, moved here. And um, you know there was that little recession thing happened, and uh, everybody watched their. Mm-hmm. Nobody was buying art. Uh, you know they were buying canned mm-hmm. food and shotgun shells. But um, anyhow, <laughs> I uh, I decided to move, and I said I'm going My here's my whole plan. I said I could move to some place like Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and live like a king for what I'm spending to live in Southern California. <laughs> you know, and. So that yeah, was I'm familiar. Plan. And I, yeah. Well, yeah, so you mm-hmm. know. You know how it is, you know. Yeah, and I know. I lived there for three years. So I came years. to visit a friend, and I, here I am, and I'm living somewhere where I'm spending probably about the same as I was spending in Southern California. <laughs> but I've got the girl now, so, you know, it is uh, it is better on that front. But, oh, and you've got a lot of people who could support your art. Well, yeah, you know it's so funny. When I first moved, I used to do the uh, kind of Andy Warhol thing. I go w- went to a lot of nightclubs and stuff because I was selling art uh-huh. to people in the business, you know, in entertainment. And so I moved here. Yeah. All my California friends were like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Go to the clubs in Miami?" And I'm like, "No, I got a girl now. That's how you lose a girl. I can't be going to nightclubs and Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and a friend of mine he said, "Why don't you do this podcasting thing? You know, all these famous people and." Like, and I'm like, I don't know how to podcast. And I thought I'd do like 20 episodes. I have to say, Louise, this episode that we're doing right now is episode 1301. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yeah.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's amazing. That is That's amazing. A <laughs> That's a lot of talking. That's a lot of talking.
1: 1301. <laughs> So what it really is isn't so much just a lot of talking. It's getting a chance to be inspired and to meet really cool people like yourself, you know, seriously. <laughs> um, how can am- I not be inspired? Thank you. It, it's it's I was a matter of morning
2: when I woke up and go, what What are you doing
1: here? Thank you. I'm going to remember yeah. that.
2: I'm a cool person. <laughs> I really am. Yeah.
1: I, I would say cool turned up to 10, you know, here are the coolest. Um, you know, yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. It's amazing. I know people covered in tattoos that aren't as cool as you are, Louise. Come on, Uh, you got it. You're doing it, you know. Me neither. Me neither. I'm I'm too much of a sissy for that. Um, I heard they hurt. I do have have no no, thanks. Well. you're wearing your lipstick in the <laughs> Kalahari Desert. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. <laughs> no, You're like, like a James Bond. You're doing all this stuff and helping. No, and, you know, i come from
2: L.A. I also have my eyes tattooed. I am from Los Angeles.
1: Well, that's pretty cool, too. You know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, uh, I like L.A. Like I tell people, they're, they're like, so did you live in L.A.? I, no, I lived in San Diego, but I went to L.A. every weekend because – San Diego is a little dull, Um, you know, compared Mm -hmm. to LA. All the good parties are in LA. That's the place to be.
2: Yeah, it was a great, great city. Yeah,
1: you know, but you ain't gonna save the world by going to cool parties in Silver Lake. You're gonna save the world (laughs) going (laughs) to Botswana. You know,
2: (laughs) that's right. You're right. You're
1: absolutely right. Oh my gosh. Well, folks, the uh, the movie drops in a couple days here, and I will be reminding everybody on all of my social media about that. And speaking of social media, on our uh, at my website and the show webpage here, the podcast webpage, we have links. And these links, when we convert this episode to a podcast and we blast it out everywhere, these stay active. So if you're listening to the podcast, um, you know on Pandora or iHeartRadio or Spotify or something. Um, you can click on these links and get right there to the uh, the Facebook page, Instagram, the Twitter, all of that. And uh, let me just change. I don't know if our guests can hear that or not. That's I know the guests can't, or the listeners can't, but the computer was just in my ear saying, you're running out of time. We just added a bunch more time. We're fine. Anyway, I'll cut this <laughs> out during the uh, podcast. Well, thank anyway, you folks, we have some links. Yeah, and you too. Like I said, I'm inspired. I'm gonna give you a couple days to uh, get home to Seattle. Oh my gosh, you're gonna have to climb that cap that Cap Hill hill. Oh, I love Seattle. I hate that hill. Um, every time I'm in Seattle, I start at the bottom of it and have to wind up going somewhere at the top of it. It's crazy. And <laughs> I don't know. I always think, ah, it's a couple blocks. I can walk it. No, oh, it's like walking well, a couple blocks in Las <laughs> Vegas. Crazy! Um, I like Seattle. Though. You've been the but high, yeah, I'll get in touch i Hi, little
2: Virginia you day, and, um, really wonderful.
1: Oh, and you too. You too. You've inspired me. And like I said, this is a fantastic film. I want everybody to watch it, and let people know, folks. Let people know about this film uh, because it's really good. It's a really, really good documentary. Seriously, way, way better than the Tiger King. That's all I'm saying. About a million times better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you very much. For You're that. definitely cooler than those people, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will talk, talk, talk to you soon. God.
2: Okay, thank, Jamie,
1: thank you, have you have so day. much for being on the show. You too. Like really have a good evening here in South yeah. Africa. Okay. Oh, I, thank you so I much. love meeting. Bye, Jamie. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank well, there you go. Folks. Okay. Bye, bye. That was Mrs. Louise Hogarth, uh, filmmaker extraordinaire, uh, The Elephant Refugees. I'm not kidding you folks. I'm not just saying this. This is a great documentary. you got to see it. And I'll be reminding everybody as soon as it drops, you might be able to do a pre-order. I should have asked Louise. Um, but I don't know. But, um, but we're talking three days. So, you know, if this is definitely going to be on your... I want everybody to watch this this weekend. And, um, you know, and the cool thing is you're going to learn something new. We've got Thanksgiving coming up and nobody wants to talk about politics when you're there, uh, you know, having your Turkey and, and what have you, uh, but definitely the, the uh, climate crisis in Botswana and the elephant refugee and, and the, you no, know, you're really going to want to talk to everybody who will listen to you about the Molar family and their uh, the elephant fans ref, uh, refuge. It, it's an amazing uplifting story and just really, really cool. So, You know, hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will be back tomorrow for doing a complete 180-degree shift over the next two uh, days for our shows. Uh, Fantastic film called Guns of Eden. It's an action-paction film. So if you like those, uh, this has a female lead. How cool is that, you know? Pretty cool. Uh, We're going to be talking uh, to cast and crew over the next couple days of that fantastic film as well. But, yeah, you're definitely going to want to check out Elephant Refugees. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio.
2: Pana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, det här är Hicks från uh, Sverige Och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio Med Jamie Rocks
2: Blog Talk Radio